We get to the part of the Kuzari. The part of the Sefer, we now call in the Chavir, we now call in the Chachim. And like I said from now, the Sefer is going to be focused on explaining the Emunah, principles of Hashkafa of Kaisra. He asks the Chachm of the Yidin, what, what do we Yidin believe in? So, let's analyze what he says. The answer of the Chavah, Anachnu ma'aminim belaykei Avram Yitzchak v'yakwit. Aymuna is in, like we said, like Avram, like Yitzchak, like Yaakov, the God of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Hamaitis b'nei Yisrael v'mitzrayim, the one that took life out of Mitzrayim, b'oisos, v'moifsim v'masos, with wonders, with signs, with miracles. And he provided for them in the desert. After he took them through the sea, which was Kriyat Yamsuf, which was in Yeshua. Which was miraculous. In the Torah he sends us Moshe to lead us. Thousands of Nevi'im after Moshe Mazhirim al who warned us to keep the Torah who tell us about the reward in the future for those who keep it and the punishment for those who disobey. So this is the so to speak platform the statement of Imun of Klai Now we have to analyze what he says because obviously everything is a point of importance which he wants to explain to us. But before we do that, I just want to show you first the response of the Kuzari to what the Chachim says. And he wasn't happy with it. And he says like this, Amar Kuzari, Maskim I originally thought Shaloi Eshal Yehudi, not to ask the Jews. He thought of the philosophers of the other big religions his original intention was not to ask the Jews. Because I knew them to be missing in eight in intelligence. Missing in understanding. Why? The fact that they had downtrodden and poor left them without any good medicine. Why does the king say that? It's a pretty severe accusation to make. The king is saying to the Jews that I, I, shouldn't, I knew I shouldn't have speak, spoken to you guys because you don't have good medicine. Why not? What you should have said to me is You believe in the creator of the world. What was the first point that the Jew told him? That I have a muna in the God of Avram, Yitzchak and Yaakov who took us out of Mitzrayim. And that's where he starts the point in Munna from. That I believe in Hashem who took us out of Mitzrayim. Says the Kazari to him, you missed the boat. What you should have said to me is you believe in the creator of the world. That came first. And that's more significant. Now I want to show you something unbelievable. This is obviously a question that Rabbi Levi was struggling with. And where did he have the question? On the Pasuk in the Torah. When Hashem introduces himself to us, 
So Hashem is introducing himself. Anoichi, I am Hashem. Anoichi Hashem Elekecho. And now how does Hashem define himself? What's the explanation or the interpretation that he's given? That how do you know that he's Hashem? That he took us out of his train. And Rabbi Yehuda Levi had the question, why didn't Hashem say, Anoichi Hashem Elekecho created the world? For Hashemayim Barat. How do I know Rabbi Yehuda Levi had the question? I'm going to read you the Ebn Ezra on that Pasuk in the Torah. On the Pasuk in the Torah, Anoichi Hashem Elekecho. Hashem as the one who took us out of Mitzrayim. What's Evan Ezra's answer? Says Evan Ezra, This is what I answered him. And this is what the Chetor is going to say himself, if you, if you understand. Exactly the same he said. Now, Evan Ezra, uh, if you read it outside, it's quite long what he writes, but the point of his answer is going to be that Emunah in Briasa, in Shemaim Va'aret, is a point which we accept for Messiah. Because we weren't there to see it. No person saw the creation of the world. Even the original person was only created at the end of the process, at the end of the sixth day. So it's a point of Emunah. Whereas when it comes to Yetzirah Mitzrayim, it's something Klayishol had just seen. They themselves had just a few months before experienced it and witnessed it. And therefore, if Hashem wants to base Emunah on fact, and not just on what we've accepted from the past, Saying what I took out of Mitzrayim is basically on something they saw themselves. And therefore, there's something a much more uh, undeniable, clear proof of Yitzhak Mitzrayim that Hashem is in charge than saying He's the one who created the world which we accept for Kabbalah. We accept from a Messiah but we never actually saw. And this is the, the crux of the Ebenezer's answer. He says, Barichos, this is the point of his answer. He says that. What a person believes, what they're told in their heart, it's not always the same. Because Harabi Ma'amini and Shamus was nine. They listened to what they were told, what they heard in their ears. The Imyava Apikoris the Araki Enelikim, if some Apikoris will come and argue with them about it, Yosimu Yodan Lafim Kila Yodan Hosh, they don't know how to answer him back. It's something that they only heard themselves as a Messiah, but they can't defend it. It's just what I heard, what I accepted. It's not something they can defend. When it's something that they saw themselves, so there's nothing to argue about. There's nothing to disagree about. And that's why when Hashem introduced Himself to us, it's not just based on acceptance of something which we heard from the past, so to speak. It's much more real than that. It's something you saw yourselves. And there's only this time. Where did everyone get it from? Later on, in the Bible, where Moshe is about to repeat the story of the of the, of the Seris of Debris. So Moshe's introduction is, You were shown. It's not that you knew or you accepted or you heard this. You were shown. You were shown to know that Hashem Elohim. Because you can't compare something which comes from evidence that people see themselves and they accept with, because there's nothing else. It's 100% veracity. There's nothing you can say about that. 
to something which was accepted from what happened years back, which we don't really know about. It's just an accepting. And therefore, the Chacham, having understood this point, when Rabbi Levi is now putting the words into what the Chacham is going to say, it's exactly the same thing. What's the Emunah of Kha Yisrael? Emunah in Hashem who took us out of Mitzrayim. in a way which is clearly miraculous. And that shows us that he's the one, in, in, that's, he's the, the, the power in the world. Abraham saw that. Creation nobody saw. The same thing. We know, we, the Emunah in Hashem is Hashem took, Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. And this is already a difference to all the other religions. And this is the point that Kuzari himself has been saying to everybody else. And that is, you're not basing something on facts. He said, he said it twice, both to the Pharisee and to the Ishmaeli. The same point. He said, if you have to base something on proof, or you have to base it on facts. But it can't be neither. And therefore, the difference in the, the approach of the Chacham is, we're basing it on facts. Not on, not, not on logic, but on facts. Proof. Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. All the people who come in Israel saw that. That's the first point. The second point which I want to focus on right now is that in what the Chacham says is he sent us Moshe in the Torah and after that Kama Alpha Nevi'im Achrov thousands of Nevi'im afterwards who supported the Torah. Now why is this significant? Firstly, where did he get from there with thousands of Nevi'im? He got it from the Gemara. The Gemara says even though Tanakh only gives us the names of 48 Nevi'im but there were thousands of Nevi'im. Kiflaim Kiyotze Mitzrayim. Which means, if you're talking about 600,000 men who came out of Mitzrayim, if you're talking about double that, you're talking about 1,200,000 Nevi'im. And now if you think about it, Rabbi, say, how long was the period of Nevo? How long was the period of Nevo? The period of Nevo was, you know, it was a thousand years. From Matan Torah until the death of the last Nevi'im was a thousand years. So if you're talking about a thousand years, and within that thousand years, there were 1.2 million Nevi'im. We're talking about 1,200 Nevi'im a year. But people don't live a year. People live a lifetime. So we're talking about overlapping years. We're talking about tens, tens of thousands of Nevi'im at a time. Every year. And if people live 60, 70 years, then you're just multiplying it by however many years they were acting as Nevi'im for. So it wasn't a very rare thing to find Nevi'im. But now why is this important? Because by this line, the Chacham is saying another point which characterizes Yiddishkeit, Aramunah, as different from any other religion. Listen to something interesting. Every other religion which wants to claim that they, so to speak, uh, are obeying the God, wherever they consider the God to be, has to say there's a Nami. If there's no principle of prophecy, then there's no way of knowing what God wants. Now, so every, every other religion is going to have to say that there's a prophet. The difference is, every other religion relies on one prophet only. One, or maybe two in one, in one extreme example. That's it. Because when the prophet dies, then there's no one who carried it on. Right? The dogma. We just gave an example of Islam. Islam has their prophet. But the only claim to prophecy was only him, and no one ever prophesied afterwards. Supporting him. Not for, not against. They had one prophet only. Which means, if it was one man's imagination, right, then there was no way of proving not like that, because there was never one, anyone to corroborate it. There was never anybody to carry it on. Right? Even if they were accepting that he's a prophet, right, the whole prophecy was only one person. There was never anyone who could back it up, who could agree with it, who could continue it. That's it. 
the Chacham saying, our Torah is based on Moshe who gave us the Torah, and thousands of Nevi'im after Moshe who all supported what he said. The Tanakh didn't finish at the end of his Esabrach when Moshe died. The Tanakh goes on for another thousand years. And the Nevi'im after Nevi'im after Nevi'im, and they're all supporting the Torah. Even until that ends, the last, last Navi Malachi, who was... Right. The last Navi Malachi, a thousand years later, and his Nevi'im was, Zichru Torah's Moshe Avdashir Savisi Bechorah. So it's not a one-man show. This is not one person's mind that's making up prophecy and, so to speak, imposing it on everybody. You see this continued for years and years through thousands of people, all of whom claim to be prophets, and none of them ever disagreed with each other. No one came along to disagree with anybody else. They all support the same thing. You'll never find a Navi that argues with the Torah. The Gemara says in a few places, a Navi is not rashai, he's not allowed to argue with the Torah. You can't add anything to the Torah. You can't take anything away from the Torah. Whatever Navi any came to do was only to continue and support what the Torah already said. And this brings me to another example. The only other time there's a religion where two people claim to be prophets, the one contradicted the other one completely. Right? That's Christianity. He actually came to pray a Navi. 200 years later, they had somebody else, they called him Paul, who claimed to be a prophecy. And he undid everything that the Navi before did. He was in battle everything. So, I don't believe either of them prophets, but a prophet which comes to undo what the, what the other prophet did, it's a stereo. At best. Right? But in us, the Muna is, you see, it's not a one man shop. You see, it wasn't that the Torah was given to Moshe, that was the end. And we can, someone could think, maybe this was Moshe's uh, invention. It was a continuation. Yeshua carried on from exactly where Moshe left off. And Hashem tells Yeshua, and this is Yeshua's words now, and Yeshua the prophet is telling us, continue with Moshe then. And after that, it's going to be the Shoftim, after that, it's going to be the Shmuel, which is the same thing. Hashem gave you Moshe and Aaron and gave him the Torah. And after that, it's going to be Yeshua and Yirmiyah who said the same thing at ten times. About don't forget the Torah, which Hashem gave Moshe. And therefore, you see a continuation of the same principle, right? And that's the Yisrael. It's two Yisrael said today. Number one, Klai Yisrael's Nemunah starts from something we saw. Not from something which we heard or believe in, in something in ancient history. We saw Yisrael's Mitzrayim. Number two, it wasn't a one person's prophecy that is accepted or not accepted. It was a continuation way, way after Moshe Rabbeinu died. And you see, hundreds of people all continuing exactly the same line, continuing exactly the same mahalach. And therefore it shows it's no, no one person's job, it's no one person's crusade, so to speak. That proves that there's something which Hashem is sending person after person to continue the same mahalach. So that's what we're going to talk about. We start to go through all the other points he brings here. But it's the first two points, what makes, what characterizes Yiddishkeit as different from what the kings heard so far, are these two points we saw tonight.